You are now listening to the Banks Fit Podcast with your host, Andy Banks. Here today with Claire Quinn, and we were talking about your journey so far in terms of dropping weight on a weekly basis and sort of, I think a big change has been the mindset change of staying resilient, ticking the boxes, I call it, every single week, even when you have a down week, you have a stress week, um, and things don't really go to plan. You just keep doing the work and you get the results, right? And I hope that that's kind of teaching you that the importance isn't really like doing it perfectly all the time. The importance is just showing up all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like give me a bit of background, Claire. Like what what was going on for you prior to coming into coaching? Because I don't you coached with me before when we were doing like the online classes. That's right. Um, and then I went back to doing sort of group coaching in person then I started doing online coaching and he came back on board again but what was happening just in that transition period I suppose that period between them like what had been going on for you? So I did the three-week um, coaching with you and I'd lost a lot of weight and kind of was happy doing the exercises and things and then when I stopped doing it everything just stopped again I tried to track and but I wasn't planning my meals. I was just kind of going out and buying whatever and just putting it into the tracker. Um, I was going to the gym, but it wasn't regularly. Um, if I was too tired after work, I just went straight home rather than going to the gym. So I was doing it, it was more kind of bitty that I was doing it. It wasn't consistent, and that's what I really needed was the consistency, and that's why I joined back up again um, so that I got the consistency and more for the accountability, um, just having somebody checking on me to make sure that I'm doing it correctly and... Um, having somebody there to make sure I'm well not make sure I've been to the gym but make sure that I am kind of showing up and doing what I'm supposed to be doing okay and so would you say that accountability is one of the the main reasons that you joined up for coaching was to have that accountability yeah have a bit of background as well because obviously I know about the tracking and everything but I thought you had to eat perfectly like everything had to be perfect eating and Whereas you said to me, have your treats, make sure you have your treats as long as you're tracking what you're eating. It's okay to have the odd treat here and there. Um, and that didn't make a difference because it saved me from then just eating what I wanted at the weekend. I knew that if I had kind of saved my calories throughout the week, I could have that treat at the weekend. It's definitely a sort of, hopefully a thing that's shifting. It's taking time. Is this idea that... Um, you know it's like good food bad food I talk all the time like this morality issue like applying morals to food does not work and we need to get away from it because it it, it pushes people into that position of thinking that like these healthy good foods are like they should be eating those because they're so good for them and if they eat the bad foods they're so bad for them and it it means that people find it hard to actually start to lead that healthier or better lifestyle or lose weight because of the, the restrictions that they think they have to have imposed on them. Yeah. yeah. Like they think yeah. that they have to be eating great all the time. And then when yeah. they slip up, they feel shit about it. And then you're like, ah, like this is too hard. And you sort of go back, go back to eating. Yeah. Um, maybe more of, of those kind of foods um, and slipping back into bad habits, as it were. Mm-hmm. Instead, if we can sort of hopefully educate people that 
you could have, you know, eat, encourage people to eat good foods because they're nutritious mm-hmm. and more filling, um, and they're going to be more helpful for you in general. But also say like, have a little bit of enjoyment because then you're going to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so having the accountability, having a little bit of, of suppose, direction, a little bit of confidence in the ability to go and do that with your eating as well. Yeah. And what sort of results have you had in the time period that we've been working together, one-to-one? The first thing that I noticed was my energy levels because I started it at the beginning of my, the summer holidays, the school summer holidays. Um, so I was off work for six weeks and usually I would kind of get up late and kind of lie about, take my time getting ready and things like that. But I was up um, first thing in the morning, I walk in, um, do my exercises first thing. Um, and the difference in the energy levels I had throughout the day was unbelievable. Um, I didn't want to lie about it anymore, you know, in my bed and things like that. Long lives weren't really a thing. Um, the odd day I had one, but my energy levels were completely different from what they were before I finished up. Um, and that was the first thing that I noticed. Um, I have dropped eight pounds, um, but I've lost quite a lot of inches. Um, and I found that my clothes are fitting better. Um, and uh, I've worn some of my older clothes that I had hadn't worn maybe in a year and a half, two years. Um, I fit back into them again, which is nice. That was kind of nice to happen as well because it's only been six weeks. Um, so that was a that was a confidence boost for me. So eight pounds in six weeks, inches yeah. lost, in better shape, more energy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's an awful thing that people get trapped in, right? Is, is the weight game. So they don't just get trapped in the nutrition game of like eating super healthy, eating really good. But they also get trapped in the everything is about the, the scales. It's all about scale yeah. victories and it's all about like losing weight. And don't get me wrong, like I like the scales. I get all my clients to use them. I think that they you know, if you have a, a goal such as getting body fat off, getting a dress size, you shouldn't be afraid of using them, and you should use them. But, um, yeah, it, it doesn't have to always just be about all consuming about the scales, you know. Um, and that, that's why, for yourself, we obviously do progress pictures, inches and um, scales. Because when you use those three things, you're getting a complete picture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and have you noticed each of those things sort of changing over time? So how you look in the mirror, how you look in pictures, inches and the yeah, weight? I mean, yeah, I noticed differences in the mirrors and things like that. Um, but I think the first time I really properly noticed it um, was my progress pictures. Um, was the difference in the progress pictures. Um, and now I do see a difference in the mirror when I'm putting clothes and things on. Um, but yeah, the progress pictures were probably the best thing. The inches, I've lost quite a few inches as well, which was a confidence boost. But I think the progress pictures definitely was the one that kind of gave me the most confidence. Yeah. And what has made the difference? Like, because I should ask this, like, what kind of things have you tried in the past? Like, give me a wee list of, of what you've what you've sort of used. What to try and lose weight and things. Yeah, try and lose weight, get fit. Like what kind of things have you tried? I mean, I kind of start every Sunday where I say, right, that's it, enough. Um I'm going to the gym this week. Um but and then I'll say right, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to go to the gym. But what I've found since I'm starting with you 
is I'm sitting down on a Sunday and I'm actually planning what I'm going to eat for the rest of the week. So I'm planning my breakfast I eat the same every day anyway. So I'm planning my lunches and my dinners for the rest of the week. And um, the only day I don't plan for is a Saturday because that's my day where I just kind of have a treat. So I'll wait to see what I feel like then. Um, and I also plan the days that I'm going to do my exercises. But what I try and do is I try and get them done at the start of the week. So that if anything happens, I've still got days at the end of the week where I can catch up if I have to. Um, if not, then they're all done kind of at the start of the week. And that's me kind of done my exercises for the week. Um, something I didn't do before as well was a lot of walking. Um, so I've been getting out walks and things. Um, and making sure my aim is to do 60,000 steps but I'm trying to get more than that and so I'm trying to kind of aim for 10,000 a day um, so that I'm getting more than that every day so that again if I do have an off day and I don't quite reach the 8,500 steps a day um, I know that I'll get it overall for the week um, so I think it has been planning for me definitely planning and also knowing that if I do have a bad day um, where I maybe eat more than I should eat or I miss out on the exercise. It's just starting it again the next day rather than wait to the following Monday to start. <laughs> Getting back on it. Yeah. yeah. But it's not it's not anything, it's not any one special thing, I think is probably what we would say, right? It's it's it, there only is like as much as fitness professionals, sports scientists, nutritionists, like they all have the intricate science, right? That you can delve into. And it's like, you know, it's, it's almost like I would describe if you've ever been in an airplane cockpit, right? And there's all those switches, right? But, and I don't know anything about flying airplanes, right? I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that you probably don't need to worry about most of them, right? There's probably like a few things that you really need to be using all the time. And then the rest of it's like, yeah, we, we might need to use that at some point. Some airline pilot's going to come in and slate me for this. But that's what I imagine it's like. Like when you have nutritionists talking about, you know, going into the deep science of nutrition, you start breaking into like micronutrients and, you know, getting, getting the correct dosage of vitamin C, stuff like that. With exercise, we can get into like progressive resistance training and you know, causing that muscle damage, all these different things. But if we really look at the big levers, it's physical activity and eating food. That's that. The, the only nuance to it is it's, it depends on the person. Mm -hmm. And what I find is for people in your situation and, and people who are, let's say, <laughs> over 30, because that's what generally help, um, it's managing their life a little bit better. That is what it comes down to. It's, as you just said, it's doing it a bit more steps. It's having a bit of forward planning um, and it's having an exercise program or physical activity program that fits in with your life yeah. because as we get older as I talk about all the time you have more responsibility on your shoulders you have less time you have more stress you have more chaos scenarios right and so that's not going to change so unless you learn how to manage that stuff you will struggle to get results and most people knock their head off a wall by getting the gym membership, going to the slimming club, you know, as you say, I'm going to start going to the gym on Monday, um, sign up for some nutrition plan. But the crux of it is they need to learn how to manage their life and these two levers a little bit better. And for you, it's been, how we do more steps? Do we have a progressive gym program that you can do that's you know, 40 minutes, um, three times a week? 
Yeah, twice a week and then two home workouts. Twice a week and two home workouts. Fuck it. So we've got two home workouts because it gives you the flexibility. If you can't get to the gym, you can do something at home. Um, and then having the accountability to just make sure you, you actually do the work, do the nutrition. There's nothing crazy about it. But what's unique about it, hopefully, is that you know it's unique to you as an individual. Yeah. Um, and it caters to the way you lead your life. Mm-hmm. And that's what's they say hopefully driving you to results. So, and that, that leads me on to my question. So, what do you think? Like I'm saying what I think the difference would be. What, what do you genuinely think the difference has been with this approach than other approaches? I think I do enjoy going to the gym when I'm there. Um, it's just the actual getting through the door to the gym most of the time. But what I used to be doing was maybe half an hour cardio, half an hour on the weights. Um, so the thought of going to the gym for an hour and being on the treadmill and being on the cross chain and things, I just I couldn't be bothered doing it. Whereas now it's broken into the home workouts, which is most of my cardio, and then the weight training, which I actually do enjoy. And as you said, it's only half an hour, 40 minutes each time. Um, and I know that if um, I want to go and do a bit of cardio, I can just go out for a walk as well, rather than going to the, stand in the treadmill or going on the cross chain and things like that. So it's kind of been broken down into 30 to 40 minutes um, for me, um, rather than doing like the hour three or four times a week, which has definitely helped because it's only half an hour, do you know? As, as I definitely feel that that's the 30, 40 minute chunks does tend to, to work better <laughs> for getting people over 30. And I think it's because time is so precious and like people might say, oh, you know, it's, it's an hour versus 30, 40 minutes, but it, it does make a, a bit of an impact on your life, especially when you times it by three or four. If you're saying like three hour long workouts or three 40 minute workouts, you've saved yourself 60 minutes. It sounds trivial. But it's not like it's an hour. An hour is a you can do a lot, right? You can get a lot of it's more the thought of but the main thing, yeah. It's more the thought of going yeah. to an hour than anything, yeah. You're, you're counting the clock, whereas if you're doing 30, mm-hmm. 40 minutes, especially if you're doing resistance training, you've got a plan, you know, you've just got, you know, mm-hmm. um, and what's the, the sort of shift in mindset? So, as a has there been anything particular that you feel you've picked up that shifted your the way you think about fitness and looking after yourself? I think the energy levels has had a huge difference because, see, if I've maybe not done it at the start of the week, I do notice by a Wednesday that I'm starting to feel a bit sluggish again. So that kind of makes me want to do it um, to try and get my energy levels back up again because I don't like feeling like that's a horrible feeling and I don't really want to go back to that again. Um, so definitely my energy levels has made such a difference. Um, and I think as well, um, planning, just knowing when I'm going to do it and just getting up and doing it, getting it done. And then that's when you know I've done it and that's it. It's done and out the way. So it's kind of been a shift from not having structure about it to having the structure about it. And putting it off, I think, just not putting it off, just getting up and doing it. Um, and knowing that once it's done, that's it done. And what's, what has shifted that for you? So what's made you go from being, oh, I'll get around to it, to no, I'm going to do it? I think seeing the difference in um, 
have a look. Do you know, I think that's made such a big difference. Um, the first week, I think I lost two pounds, which I was disappointed in, but I also measured myself and I'd actually lost quite a lot. I think I'd lost something like seven inches in the first week. So seeing results like that, helps me to kind of shift my mindset as well and thinking you know it's not as as you said it's not all about the scales it's about the kind of bigger picture um and also I've been trying with new recipes and things like that so I have kind of found new foods to eat and different recipes um and I think as well my end goal which is obviously to lose weight and feel better and look better um that's kind of helping me too I think I've just I got to the point when I started with you I just had enough um, so I think that's definitely helped as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I think a lot of people, it takes, um, it takes almost getting to like a, a little bit of a, a breaking point. I'm not saying like <laughs> have a huge breakdown, but there's like a, there's usually some sort of build up, and then there's like a break point event that might happen for a lot of people. Um, for a lot of people I speak to, it can be um, meeting someone they haven't seen in a long time and like them thinking about the time that that, like especially a lot of that person seen them last, you know, and they're like, oh God, I've changed so much like since I've seen that person. I wonder, and, and, they, and you know, I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but they may think, I wonder what that person thinks about how mm-hmm. I've changed, you know what I mean? Like that can be it's an example of an event sometimes it can be people see like maybe not avoiding it quite a lot and then they see a picture of themselves and they're like jesus like this doesn't even look like me anymore um and so it's it's just that build up over time and then there's like that event something happens and people finally want to to make a change and want to commit to it um but the 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 path is easy the hard part is doing the work <laughs> you know it's really easy like to lay out the path um and for me anyway because i've been doing it for so long to, to actually put the point the points on the path and say right this is the stuff you need to do here's your pathway but it's the the work and the consistency and the applying yourself to it that gets the end result and that is the bit that's hard um, yeah. so it's good to hear you're motivated and i think yeah, a large part of that is just because you've got a goal, right? You, we, we know what we're trying to achieve, where we want to yeah. get to. Um, and that's, that's that, it's that like uh, carrot on the end of the stick, sort of pushing you along. Um, so yeah, to wrap up today, what three things would you say you have learned? So we've, we've probably already had a few, um, but what three yeah. things do you think that you've learned that you will now probably trying you know continue to apply um i think definitely planning and um, planning is a big one for me um, especially the food see as long as i know what i'm going to be eating each day um i know that i just i get my delivery done and that's that everything's in the house there's no reason for me to get anything else so definitely planning i think that's definitely helped um knowing that you can have a bad day and you just need to start the next day you don't have to wait the following monday to start um and all portion size as well, I would say, is a big one, um, which I found through kind of measuring foods and measuring portion sizes and following recipes and things like that, um, portion size, um, and also that you're allowed to have the odd treat as long as you're tracking it. 
um, and you stick to your, your kind of plan for your calories and things. Awesome, cool. I'm going to stack these up. So, yeah, so number one, preparation and plans key. Um, because if we don't prepare, then how can we have a predictable way to get success? That's what I would say. Like, if, if there's no preparation, or there's like, I, th I think I reword it like, you have to have the amount of flexibility relative to to how important getting results is <laughs> that's what i would say so someone comes to me and i like you know i kind of i i, I kind of want to get fatter and i'd like to like tone up a little bit I'd like to lose a little bit of weight people come with those kind of washy washy goals it's like well you, you know if you've not got like a, a, a clear picture in your head of what you want to achieve it's gonna be hard to get motivated but two you can probably have some more flexibility. You can probably not track your calories. You can go to the gym three times a week. Um, you can work out hard and you can just try and generally be better, right? And you probably meander towards that goal. You'll be happy. And then you can have more flexibility. But if you're like clear and you want to, I want to fit into the clothes size down. I want to feel confident pictures. I want to transform the body that I'm, I'm in. I want to be more confident skin. Those are things that you want then your flexibility has to shrink. And you have to sort of narrow that uh, choice, the, the choices that are going to come out through your life. Like if you wake up in the morning, you're like, hmm, I'll just have, let me see, you can just open cupboards and just eat whatever you want for breakfast, eat whatever you want for lunch, eat whatever you want for dinner, um, and eat on the go. Then there's no way to predictably say you're going to get the result at the end of the week. So that is why I think preparation plan is so key. If you want to get the result every week, if you have more structure, you will have more likelihood of guaranteeing you get results. Simple as that. Number two, knowing you can have a bad day um, and you can get on back on things the very next day. I think this one's probably the best one that you've said, right? Because it makes so much sense, but it makes so much sense when you say it, but I understand because I've been that person as well, like where you have a bad day and you just think, I was I call it the fuck it button, right? The big red button appears you're just like, fuck it. Like, I will get back to this health kick and doing these things on Monday. You know, it's like Thursday today, for example, we'll say you have a crap day, you get a Chinese, and then you just go, ah, screw it. That's it. We'll get back to Monday. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, you can just lose an evening. Let's get back on the horse the next day and still get results. It's not going to it doesn't have to have the impact that you think it's going to have in your head. Yeah. Um, and actually, the more you can do that, the better your results will be. Because those days are always coming. I mean, how many how many bad days have you had in the past six weeks? You had... Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> um, they happen. So, yeah, it's, it's just part and parcel of it. And number three, I didn't catch it. I'm sorry. So were you saying number three was portion, uh, size. portion sizes? Okay. So like, and by that, do you mean like probably tracking calories has given you a better concept of how big your portion should be? 
Yeah, and also I think as well with the tracking calories, because obviously I'm losing weight and things, I am eating less anyway, and I'm not as hungry. So my portion size has kind of naturally gone down. Um, and I'm not as hungry um, as, I as I was in the first kind of couple of weeks, um, where I was thinking the portions are quite small and things, whereas now it's kind of second nature now. That's, it's, it's just a, a, a sort of, um, we're just features a habit. That is all that is. Um, if you are, like, I remember um, a shift that I had in our house, um, was it during lockdown? So when, before lockdown kicked in, we used to just go and do a weekly shop at the weekend and then, yeah, just cook whatever. And... I come from a family where basically portion sizes were just absolutely mental. <laughs> mental. Uh, my dad um, grew up in a household where um, basically my grandfather was a gambler. Right? I'm not getting too much details, but he just gambled all the money. So there was never any food. So my dad used to tell sad tales of stuff like getting in the neighbour's garden and stealing the bread that they were feeding the birds, right? So my dad <laughs> didn't have a lot of food growing up. And my mum was you know, similar, sort of impoverished background and didn't have a lot of food either. So when they grew up and had a family, it was mental. So like the fridge, you open the fridge and things would fall out because they just had so much food in the house. There was always a huge access to food. And they cooked portions now that I know about nutrition. I used to get portions that are probably for like two people, at least mm -hmm. two people, right? And I have carried that on in my adult life. The only reason I'm so fortunate to be able to keep weight off because I train all the time um, and I'm quite physical. And so, yeah, like <laughs> me and Leanne uh, just cook these monster portions, like 800 grams of lean mince for two people and I would eat the lion's share. <laughs> and then we decided to get gusto, like the delivery service food, um, mainly because we just felt we were just eating the same meals all the time, mince and ties, lasagna, pizzas, all the stuff that you just rinse and repeat. And so we got gusto. The first thing I noticed, just what you're talking about, like eating them, and you're like, is that? <laughs> What's going on here? There's <laughs> like one chicken breast for one person. And I'm like, I'm used to having like two and a half. <laughs> What's the deal? Um, and the same thing, it's that, it's that, like, if you do it for a while, you habituate yourself to it. And now, you know, I've been doing it since lockdown, I now realise that that is a normal portion size. <laughs> It is not, you know, where like the gravy is running off your plate. <laughs> so sort of scenario. Um, but I, I think it comes from, I don't know about you, but were your parents in that category as well? Was there like always a lot of food about? Yeah, I think we did always. We always had lots of food, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, and I think as well, I've got a son, um, who eats like a horse, he's 19, he just eats everything in sight. My partner eats quite big portions as well, so I think it was just like a natural thing yeah. um, that it just kind of happened, yeah. Yeah, so if you're giving them big portions, it's like you always feel like you end up having big portions. <laughs> 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 well, awesome, awesome, but it is, it's definitely, um, there's, a, there's a, definitely a pandemic of huge portions. <laughs> it's, it's a thing. Um, and I think it's like people think they're doing you, like even even me, for example, you feel like you're doing people a favour when you give them big portions. It's because like there's that sort of lovingness of creating food for people and be like, ah, oh, look, have a good feed. 
<laughs> but uh, it's, it's not good for the, the old obesity problems that we've got. <laughs> but awesome, it's been great chatting to you. Um, just to sort of finish up, so what's, what is the next big goal? So what do you want to do um, before before the autumn really kicks in? Have you got something in mind? Well, I'm back at work this week just for two days and I start back to work um, full time on Monday. So I think it's really just to keep going over the next few weeks and get a new routine again. Um, I'm still doing the four exercise sessions, two in the gym, two at home um, and tracking. Um, it's really just keeping that going and also keeping the steps up when the rain's on because um, that's not been easy. It but probably, going. probably be a shift, I think, of um, workouts probably the same steps will probably reduce this everyone when the winter comes there's no point forcing it if you don't want to so you just have to shift things a little bit and maybe do some more physical activity indoors that can be adding a little bit of cardio at the gym or it can also be slightly increasing your calories and reducing your weight loss um, you know the, the good thing is you're in a position where you've lost a chunk of weight so so rush that you can sort of slow down through the autumn, mm -hmm. Christmas, and then you can kick on into the next year. You know, there's, you know what you're doing now. You've got the tools, mm -hmm. you've got the skills. You know what to do. There, there's no need to. It's like a race. You're like, mm -hmm. I get, you know. <laughs> so if your steps go down and those things sort of shift, you can just move different mm -hmm. dogs. Um, but yeah, awesome. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. let you go on to the rest of the evening. But thanks Thank for you. Much.